Well, 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 welcome back to Gaming Compute here on this podcast. We talk about topics related to finance and um, side hustles and income. And today, you know, I want to talk some about compassion fatigue. Um, now, I'm not using a lot of formal definitions. I'm using more of like personal experience examples. Um but compassion fatigue, what it is, is being, you know, it's a form of fatigue, but it's usually an emotional type of fatigue, um, but it presents itself in different ways. Um, it's very, you know, overlapping with with concepts such as uh, um, burnout but what compassion fatigue is is um just kind of a form of exhaustion from being in a state of having to use compassion um not saying that it's bad to be compassionate but like with most things you know when you're using your energy to do a specific task we only really have so much energy you know a lot of times it's easy to equate or use examples of um, physical physical health. And so even though it's not exactly the same thing, and I apologize, the neighbors are doing yard work. Uh, they have gardening, gardening services that come in for them on Tuesday afternoons or mornings and um we're in the middle of a little brown down here and so you know my work computer's off to conserve the power and I'm kind of on my lunch break and I'm keeping the windows open because I can't use the fan and I've only got one window option one one this one window being open provides more privacy than the other one when I'm recording but it's a little louder so I hope it's not too loud in the background but if you hear weird noises it's because of the lawn mowing and the machinery that's going full force just right on the other side of the neighbor's uh the fence that we share with our neighbor that I my window overlooks that fence so we're right there guys we're like in in the heart of the of the of the yard work um but anyways um so when you think about just like fatigue right say for example if you're hiking right all of us know you know what amount of energy you need well maybe you don't know but you know if you're familiar with walking running hiking you know how far you need to go before you need a bathroom break before you need food before you need um um a beverage you know hydration before you need to rest your muscles before you're you need to you know take a break because you're not breathing properly um and usually you can time, you know, the way you eat, the way you prepare, the way you sleep, you know, to prepare for your activity. And then when you go do it, ideally, you know, you get to and from where you're trying to go 
um, before you start running out of either muscle energy, power, or, um, you know, before the food, you know, energy wears off or before you need to hydrate some more. Um, now you can do things to prolong, you know, this, uh, physical activity by bringing like a camel pack or like a backpack with like products in it that you can like power bars and a little like disintegrating type toilet paper and water and you know hydrating like um, hydration beverages and you know meals food pb&j sandwiches like you can even backpack you know that's a more prolonged experience where you're gone for multiple days and you're out in you know in the wilderness cooking your food and stuff like that um or you can do like an urban version of that even but you know you're out you know cooking and you know you do what you need to do to get to the destination and then back to either your house or your car to drive you home or whatever like you get through the round trip um, by knowing your body, knowing yourself, preparing, and with compassion fatigue, it works very similarly. You know, we only have so much energy throughout the day, and if we're not able to replenish that energy by the next day, when we need to use that compassion again, you know, um, you might feel depleted when you start work, and then you end up having to still continue to work. You know, if you had a a job where you're really providing a lot of emotional care towards somebody or different situations and you don't have enough, you know, enough energy or time free in your spare time to really do enough self-care, maybe on your free time when you go home, you have to help somebody with like homework and you have to help maybe a spouse or a roommate or a housemate with or a family member with like a lot of their physical problems or shopping or errands and all this other stuff and it might just be draining on other levels um and so you're helping 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 at work and then you're helping 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 outside of work you don't really have any time to really replenish that and after a while and everybody's different but after a while that kind of wear and tear just start seeping into every day to a point where you're not starting your days off as strong and energetic you're already kind of fatigued when you start the day and then there's more stuff being piled on every day some job sites you can't even predict what your day is going to be like ideally if you have a job that requires a lot of compassion and emotional energy of you it's ideal to be able to kind of have some control over your schedule to combat that, to be able to say, okay, Thursdays I'll do paperwork, and this day I'll do these types of sessions, and those days I'll do those types of sessions, so that maybe your most energetic days, you have your most intensive sessions, and then your second most energetic days, you have like a middle level of intensive sessions, and then the day with your third, you know, low like a little lower energy you have you know sessions where you don't really require so much intensity um of like emotional drain like i mean it could it, for people who might not know i mean dealing with somebody's problems you know can drain your energy you can think of you know just maybe people that you might know in your personal life that might just need so much from you all the time 
you know, and you can think about how you feel when you're busy and they're calling you and you know this person's pattern of calling you is only when they need you to give them a ride, only when they need you to help them financially to give them money because they can't afford the rent or their groceries or some kind of a bill that they need to have the lights turned back on or something along these lines. And imagine if you're already tired and they're, you know, you're trying to take a nap after work, you get home 5.30 p.m., you only have like 30 minutes till you have to start making dinner for your family, you know, you just want to rest your eyes and this person comes calling you, you know, and it's like they really need your help and you're so exhausted already. I mean, that's kind of what it feels like. It's like you're already tired, you're already exhausted, but here comes another thing that you have to deal with. And when it's your job, it's like, okay, I have to help these people. I'm obligated to help these people. This is my job. I need to help them. I'm assigned to be doing this. Nobody else is assigned to be doing this but me. This is my responsibility. So there's all that pressure there. And then also usually when you're in those types of fields, you like your work. So you like helping people. You want to help them. But, you know, when your energy is depleted and not getting replenished on a routine basis to a point where you're able to just kind of thrive again, um, you can take, you know, ideally, if you have paid days off that you can take off, that can help a lot just to have mental health days, self-care days to just go to the beach, go do your own thing, you know, don't run errands on like certain days. Like my, my method of handling things sometimes is you know if I'm already busy I'm gonna be busy right so I run my errands on the work days that I have if I'm working till 4 p.m you know I'll run errands after work before everyone starts getting off work at 5 p.m ideally right I'm not saying I really do this all the time but like you know, so that at least I know Saturday and Sunday rolls around, I'm completely free. I don't have to do any laundry. I don't have to do any shopping at the grocery store. I don't have to do any kind of errands. And it's like, well, I was already busy that day. So why not just before I sit down and get settled into my evening, take an extra hour every couple of days, you know, to kind of get some of the stuff out of the way, go get that oil change, go do this, go do that. And then I'm not spending my whole entire weekend waking up having to like go to get you know go to the mechanic go do this go do that like I do this stuff during the week and that's one thing that really helps because then I I know that almost every single weekend I have two full days that are my days like even if I'm going out of town going to LA going to San Diego whatever I have time to travel. I'm not like running errands. I don't have to go grocery shopping. I don't have to go like get some, you know, headlights installed or, you know, I don't have to do anything. I just have to do the stuff that I planned and get to the places that I plan to go have fun. And that's basically it. Or I just have to rest and relax and just chill and like eat my healthy meals or maybe go to the gym and exercise and stuff like that. But those are the kind of things that I find helpful um, when it comes to just general methods of combating compassion fatigue. Um, But really, it helps to know what it looks like for yourself. You know, for me, it's like, you know, there's certain there's a certain energy drain that I notice, like before I have to talk to certain clients after I've talked to them, like, I can't just pop right into the next session. I know, like, 
okay, like this is just mentally draining for me on so many different levels, more so than it might have been before, you know, um, and it helps to, you know, usually a lot of times when you're working in these types of fields, you have access to counseling services, um, at least a few sessions, you have access to some support, like if you have trusting, you know, colleagues, staff, you know, I'm not saying like unload on all your like colleagues and stuff, but you know, if you have friends and things like that, that you can kind of like spread out a little bit of the, of the, you know, just venting between like trusted people and make sure it's not too much overwhelming them. Cause that's another thing I noticed too, when I have compassion, you know, when I'm having compassion fatigue, when I'm talking to like family or friends about my work, you know, and I'm not giving them like the personal details of people's lives or anything, but I'll just generally be talking about someone's general situation. And it's like, oh my gosh, like, you know, um, I'm talking like in general terminology here and, um, people aren't really, you know, I, I notice like, oh, I'm really spending a lot of time unloading on this person about these things. Like, I try to be like more aware of that. Like, am I like, ever even asking them how they're doing or am I just like venting 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 then like okay bye you know or am I like unloading like a whole lot onto them like when I notice I start doing that I have to like I try to put it into some like creative some type of a creative um a creative outlet definitely and I kind of deal with burnout the same way but a little bit differently but um you know I try to put it into like journaling or poetry or story writing or even podcasting and blogging and um you know music and trying to do something you know productive with it uh versus just you know like I have to have some kind of an outlet where I'm not just like you know unloading on the people around me because those are my support system but also I like to have fun with them like they're not my therapist they're not my you know um they're not my pastor they're not my priest you know they're just you know their family their friends you know it needs to be a balanced relationship with them too they're not there to like care for my mental health for me and like you know help me process my emotions all day long you know like they have their own stuff to do too and then like I don't want to get to the point where people are like avoiding and ignoring me because I'm interfering with their day you know because I'm having my problems that I can't manage and then I can't you know even function in my social settings and so in my personal life so um, it sounds like it's not even a serious problem, right? But you could see how it could get to a place where it's out of hand, you know, accidental mistakes can happen with clients or like maybe you're just kind of not fully present for them in like a very like proactive way where like you're really helping them get their needs met and they're like engaged with your enthusiasm and your energy and stuff. Like sometimes it's just hard to really be that person for them. Um, but we all have our faults, like, none of us are perfect, right, we're all human, so, um, I think they're forgiving of that, but at the same time, it's like, nobody wants to have a therapist that doesn't manage their own stress, and so, it takes time to, like, find ways to deal with it, but it's definitely possible to deal with, um, 
And if it goes on for too long, you know, it might be time to either take a break or leave of absence or think about, you know, even getting like into therapy or reducing your hours if it has to come to that or um, just getting a different type of work where you don't have to be like ultra compassionate for like the whole day um all day every day you know with people talking about their traumatic experiences and like you you know if you're an empath and you're taking on people's like depression and anxiety um and you have no release for that or the release that you have isn't like replenishing your energy I mean it can it can get pretty problematic so definitely take care of yourself if you can um those are just some kind of tips to kind of get through it and noticing even what it looks like a lot of times people feel like they hate work and stuff and it's like well is it a temporary kind of thing because something's up or is it like i permanently just this isn't maybe a good fit anymore and so it's kind of good to know the difference but with that these guys are getting real loud but thanks thanks for listening